The Force is strong in this podcast. Hello, and welcome to Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast on the Laser Time Podcasting Network, with your host, me, Henry Gilbert. That's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Oh, come on. I had all... Oh, Hi, I'm Chris. Hey, that's Chris. I can give, give you something else uh, here. You love Hullabaloo. I can't wait to kill Krusty today. Um, that was a cut song <laughs> from a Simpsons episode. Indeed, it was. It? Indeed, it was. All the Spider-Man sounds have disappeared from off the board. Mm-hmm. All of them. Um, all right. Well, so yeah, it's uh, this is the weekly podcast. Uh, if, yes. you're, if you're just joining us, it's the weekly podcast in uh, on Laser Time where we talk about comic books and all those cool things around them, movies, TV mm-hmm. shows, T-shirts, all that stuff. And uh, one of the regular things we do is. What you been reading? But before we get into that, like, did you see the X Files news? I that, did. Uh, I did. This did that episodes? excite you at all? I've, pred- that... I've been predicting it for weeks. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the it's it's a sad it's the sad state of television. It's the only way they'll win viewers well, my know, age back. I read a better argument for it. It wasn't just that. It was well, you know. No, what? Wait, wait, sorry. Go ahead. Th- this was the good reasoning I read. It makes it worth more on Netflix. If you have new episodes, mm-hmm. makes your old episodes more valuable, mm-hmm. and people like I immediately started watching them. And so, if like it becomes a thing, people want to watch, or also like people either people who used to watch X Files want to mm-hmm. watch it again, or people that never watched X Files are now have a reason to look at it. Perhaps. And so, if you were Netflix or Amazon or Hulu and had the exclusive X Files, I'm going to date myself. It brings me back to a time. And I didn't enjoy these things, but like there were TV Perry Mason movies and Murder She Wrote <laughs> yeah, movies, Columbo, Columbo movies. Like at, long after the shows had been canceled and wrapped, they'd still come back at once every two years, and that has to be fucking exciting. Imagine yeah. if every show you ever loved could come back for one small mm-hmm. moment every every well, five and, years or so. And they're lucky in that. Unlike with other shows that have like a breakout star, mm-hmm. neither Gillian Anderson nor mm-hmm. David Duchovny have gotten that big. Like they're sounds not. like somebody's not watching uh, Hannibal and Californication. <laughs> Californication, I hate that show, man. <laughs> I, I watched like one it. episode. It was just like, oh, this poor depressed writer. He fucks a lot of beautiful women all the time. Poor him. Like, uh, though I do know that uh, if you ever wanted to see. Needle nose Ned Ryerson in a sex scene. Did they even talk? What you will see, you will see that. Am I doing all right? Am I him, doing with a, all right? him with a woman that like is the most beautiful. Would woman you like he's me to ever. give you head now? <laughs> I I heard I I saw this interview with him just talking about how weird it was for him to like she fake wanted. to fake going down on a girl on a show. Weird. That's uh, why you don't fake it. Just do it, Tobolowski. But yeah, six episodes is almost not enough, and I also worry like one. My favorite things on the... I love X-Files. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I loved X-Files. Mm-hmm. After season... After the movie in season mm-hmm. six, I came to half like it and like not like the mythology because it kind of hit me of like, I don't think your mythology is really going anywhere. And then David Duchovny left and I was like, boy, sure. I'm really not feeling it. And the, so now with the comeback, I've also started to feel like Chris Carter... Is the like the last guy you like about X Files, and that you actually like the other right? Like Vince in Gilligan? the time since everybody's talked up, like not just Vince Gilligan, but multiple people, like, oh yeah, this was a great episode. Yeah, it was not written by Chris Carter. Chris Carter had nothing to do with it. Mm. Like, so well, he has not had one success since then. But he's had he's had so he's many. He's got shots. to make a lot of things because yeah. he's like I'm the X Files. Chris Carter and I went to one Q and A with him. He was a total fucking dick. Yeah, that's I'd heard stories on the X on the Simpsons commentaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the one, their first episode where they had Stephen Hawking on. Mm-hmm. And Stephen Hawking actually came in to the re- recording booth. They didn't just fake it. Like, they mm-hmm. recorded his, his voice box. Yes. He was there. And then they said, on the commentary, they say, Chris Carter shows up, puts an X-Files hat on Stephen Hawking's head, Ooh. takes a photo, and then leaves. Wow. Yeah. All right. So you might be a dick. Sounds like it, but hey, but more X Files is cool. It did get me to rewatch some X Files. Like I looked mm. up, I looked up what every Vince Gilligan episode was because mm. I I watched them at the time, but I didn't know they were Gilligan episodes. And so one of them has Cranston in it, right? Yeah, I didn't watch that one. I watched one called Pusher, which is where the guy Pusher man, the the guy, uh, this guy has this ability to just make people do what he wants. And he oh, can, I like, did. Talk I actually him. saw that one. Yeah, it was I, a really. It's a great episode. I did not. I never watched X Files for like. A season straight, just mm-hmm. here and there. I, they work very well like that. Well, the ones that stand up the best, once you know the mythology is like nowhere, mm-hmm. like or once you know that it kind of goes nowhere, 
then the best episodes are the ones that have nothing to do with it. Cops like the, episode. I love the cops episode. It's so good. Ah, oh, so funny when he when he goes to the. Uh, what he thinks they are in the beginning, he thinks they're chasing a werewolf, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Yeah, look at these claw marks. I think it's a lycanthrope." And he puts off all his like weird reasons of why it could possibly be it. Mm-hmm. And then when the sketch artist shows who it was, it was Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. And then everybody just laughs at him, just laughs at. Uh. Also, I think I don't like it. I Duchovny just also seems kind of gross too. Does like, he? And you read about his divorce with Taylor. Yeah, I didn't need to know these She things, was one of the most beautiful women in the world. What did you do well, that for to come me? And he's one of these like guys who's just like, oh, I'm a sex addict. Like, oh, boo-hoo. Like, sorry. <laughs> We're all in our resting states without... Uh, uh, Will and well, I get well. Yeah, if you if you were an attractive, we're all sexual addicts. If you're an attractive, famous person, and every like nobody, a lot of people don't have the opportunity to be a sex yes. addict. Like, all right, but yeah, X Files coming back. You know, it has its own comic. Uh, continuation? No, I did not. It had a lot of comics actually, but they had a recent. They had a Buffy style season uh, nine or something type thing but I, I did not read it I'm gonna hurt you now okay. because this is the what you've been reading segment mm-hmm. uh, I haven't been reading a fucking thing because I've been busy as shit okay uh, we've, <laughs> we've been streaming a ton recording a bunch of shows if you haven't seen what we've been streaming lately Final Fantasy 15 we stream that demo I, I'm so happy with Bloodborne we'll talk mm-hmm. about that on Video Game Apocalypse this week if you care about video games Space Jam the game that happened and distributing commentaries which we still have going on right now yeah. Roger Rabbit Space Jam for one to five, one to four ninety nine over five dollars you get free Cool World up to ten dollars if you stream uh, or if you contribute ten dollars you'll get a physical reward we should be able to show you what that is very soon it's wow. not it's nothing crazy it's something we can ship to you very easily at, at a low cost that we're shipping worldwide I've heard people I, I've I've read several co- uh, tweets at us mm-hmm. about the Cool World one saying like you've made my life worse by making you watch I cool feel very world. bad about that and I'm very glad we had another incentive to help us out I here I think Cool World gotta is pay fun. taxes it was, it's I think worth, we had a fun time with it it's a footnote in so many ways you mm-hmm. always see it brought up and now you can be the guy who's seen it and can tell you every <laughs> reason why it's bad uh, I like being that guy in certain respects but I had a free fucking moment and I was like Henry I want to put something on the page and you were like uh what's because ha- you always <laughs> are more in touch than me I want to put something on the front page what do I write about and you were like uh, there's this and it's a fucking trailer for the net- new Netflix Inspector Gadget mm-hmm. the entire day I put into putting up 2,000 words on the 10 things you didn't know about Inspector Gadget <laughs> a worthless <laughs> endeavor that I've worked my ass off for I hate you so much. I think you'd be the only... Uh, I think you'd be top SEO on that easy. So, not only and is that all I've been reading about Inspector Gadget today. Mm. Thanks, Hank. <laughs> I'm going to torture you with this thing I found uh, on the web. Oh, it's no. It's the greatest thing of all time. It is <sighs> Inspector Gadget narrating a Sonic the Hedgehog DVD menu. Gadget here. Welcome to the main menu of this disc. For you first-time oh users of DVD, I'd like to take a moment Ooh, and Sonic's show you first how DVD? to use this disc. All around me on the main menu are buttons. These will give you the ability to do all sorts of neat things. Why do they You do can this? use your remote control to move to these buttons and by pushing the, the voice buttons. Over the and over. button you're on will glow. Whatever button you want to press... Just move the glow to it and press the select or This is two and a half minutes of remote. Inspector Gadget coming out and narrating your Sonic the Hedgehog DVD menu. I mean, that, DVD, all your fault, that DVD couldn't have come out like earlier than 2005. Like, I rem- people must have known what those were. I remember buying my grandparents a DVD player. How did, I usually auto plays. Now, you got to select play, or we can set it up to auto play. What are these other things? You need that for grandparents. Kids yes. will inst- you can throw an you can throw an iPad in front of a toddler and boom, mm-hmm. they instantly understand how to use it. Yeah, I I've said it before in here, but I worry about the day when we'll be the old people going what like. What are you talking you about, do Henry? How do you edit? How do you edit video? Huh? Okay, yeah, I get what you're <laughs> saying. We're already you. We're well, already I try not to be, but I try. A couple with of you guys have like, dug like, your feet uh, in the sand. Facebook right. has how do you how to Facebook Henry? Where's your Instagram? Which I, has a lovely cover photo. I Facebook the last thing. <laughs> I, I did Facebook the previous episode. No, but you correctly. were resistant to it. Is what I'm saying. Yes, you were. Res- I still don't like Facebook all that much. You were resistant to it. You might have. You might be more that old man than you are anymore. I love Twitter. I say I, fight it. I'm you're already, you're really man. good at Twitter. I love Twitter. Come on. And I've become an old man towards Yeah, Twitter. you're... Yeah, look, I feel like you... We... Each of us made choices. You were more into Facebook. You chose Facebook. Mm-hmm. I chose Twitter. 
Now we're both trying to learn the other. I don't know. It's a, Facebook is distilled, and I can be I can uh, be a silent participant where that can't really happen on Twitter. Mm. And yeah. and I don't spend a lot of. I, I've been working so much distributing those commentaries is all hands by hand kind of crap. No, I know. Well, you know what I've been reading. Chris? What's that, Hank? At ten minutes in, oh boy! What I've been reading, uh, well, you you haven't read when much. When you press so. a button, something uh, new please. will appear. So don't be surprised, and surprise. don't be worried about going to another screen. Please. I'll be there to help you through that one as well. Oh, <laughs> oh man! I feel like I could do a better Inspector Gadget. Like Inspector what? Gadget, I can't. I don't, Would I'm you sure. believe eighty-four? Wowzer! Would you believe? Wowzer! Wowzer! Penny, this is. Penny, this is Penny? too dangerous for... Nope. <laughs> All right. Harder than it seems. See? Uh, so I read a few things. I read Sensation Comics, number 23 and 24, which... What the hell is that? That is the Wonder Woman limited... Well, not that's the Wonder Woman short story series, similar to Adventures what? of Superman, which is just the, you know, the 99 oh, the digital cent only thing. Hmm. Uh, they've done... They that. have one for Wonder Woman in Sensation awesome. Comics. And 23 and 24 is this really cool... I got it because the, um, the writer slash artist of uh, Lumberjanes did the art on it. Mm. Noelle Stevenson. And uh, she did this awesome, just this great story uh, about a young Wonder Woman going to like the New Jersey boardwalk and then hanging out with these five regular girls who are like dealing with a mean boy. And it uh, it had a nice kind of girl power vibe to it. And it also had a really funny image of... Um, uh, Wonder Woman or Diana it's before she's Wonder Woman of Diana like eating a bunch of ice cream and she's like ice cream's the best this world is the best I, I don't want to go back to Themyscira <laughs> and then this other one where she looks at the image that there's uh, on one arcade machine there's an image of um, uh, there's a character on it that's drawn in kind of the Rob Liefeld butt and boobs turn Love way you. and she's just reacting to it of oh. just like Ugh, like Sorry, I did read something. Oh, what did you read? I got uh, I got the fade out trade because you refused to let me borrow yours. Oh, look, I just didn't bring it with me. That's all. Well, all right, what did you, what did you think of fade out? I read I read I reread the issue, the first issue that I read of it. Uh, what is, is that? Jim and the holograms? No, that's the funny Sorry. image of Diana reacting to the but the butt imp- the pose of the other. I, I just looked at well, there is a new Jim and the holograms uh, comic yeah. out now. I read about that because. Apparently, two of the two of the holograms are now. They're just going to be. They had been like fan fiction lesbians for a while, and now they're just going to be lesbians. Oh shit! Yeah. Why can't you get away with that kind of crap in comics? Um, it, I think it's just a more progressive time now, and also the mm-hmm. like. No, I don't think. I well, don't think I, they would I've have addressed the, any kind of relationship on Jim and the holograms. Yeah. I don't think anybody. Well, I pissed. mean, Jim got to have a boyfriend. Yeah, but they didn't do anything. Well, because it was for eight-year-olds. Yeah. It, was a, it was a toy commercial for eight-year-olds. I, I guess you can be lesbians and still not lesbian. Uh-huh. <laughs> they can acknowledge that out loud. Yeah. I think they're just a couple. Like, there's the two of the... I forget which two of the holograms, but... The anyway, two, I do want to read that. The interested in men. And I do remember them, because I, I don't... I really like that show for whatever reason. Mm. Were, you, were you more into the... Uh, the Misfits? Yeah, the Misfits. No, no. I, I like Jim and the Holograms. Um, I think we go into it in some future show, but I was so attracted to girls programming because I <laughs> loved the color of everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, G.I. Joe was like brown and blue, whereas like Popples and Rainbow Brights were just, just every single color. In the- it's a lot more vibrant, yeah. Yes. I, I loved. I always loved that kind of stuff, and that's why I gravitated towards Marvel Space Comics as a little t- kid, too, because they mm-hmm. had like way more pinks and bright yellows. Loved it. Well, yeah, you talked about Fade Out, and mm-hmm. that reminds me that I also read another image Another image series got mm-hmm. a collection this week, and that's Lazarus. Oh, shit, yeah. Did Lazarus that... Volume 3 came out. Did that get a show this uh, week? It, it is in production for a show. Or like they're, nice. they're planning a show. We'll maybe get a show a year from now. Like, well, I mean, I think I said it when I read the mm-hmm. first volume. I was like, this could be a show. Like, it... a lot of these... A lot of these comics you read like the it. pilot for a TV. But show. when I saw that news post, I didn't read the article. I just of like course, sex that criminals that also might be coming. Well, I just thought of Lazarus because that is like a high concept story that mm-hmm. you don't need high budgets to pull off. Well, and it feels like if I were pitching the show, mm-hmm. I would say it's Walking Dead meets Game of Thrones. Boom, mm-hmm. you've made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Like that's <laughs> that's exactly like that's how I've sold. That's how I've told people, hey, you should read Lazarus. It's really great. You like Game of Thrones and Walking Dead, right? It's mm-hmm. the post-apocalyptic Game of Thrones, like, mm-hmm. and it gets like that's what I'm really loving in Volume Three. It's the biggest collection yet, and 
volumes one and two. Now we're clearly like this is world building. Mm-hmm. This is this is the world they exist in. Here are the families, and now volume three is finally like all right. The, you know who the families are. Now it's going to be them doing political wheelings and dealings against each other, and it's a lot more interesting in that way. Uh, then I also read. Uh, I read a little bit of Darth Vader three, which is good. It's good. I read. I started on the way here, but uh, they're introducing a new character in it. Who some people are like, oh, is this? Uh, they setting up another character that'll be appearing in like Rebels or even in Episode seven or one hmm. of the prequels. Like, because now they know they're making these comics, knowing somebody behind the scenes knows where the Star Wars films are. They going. have wrapped principal production on Episode seven. So they can introduce episode seven characters. It, it in. is this story is set in stone, so they mm-hmm. could very mo- very well do that. Yeah, uh, and then lastly, uh, because because of this week, uh, Archie did another one of their digital exclusives, uh, which is just a bunch of old comics stuck together with <laughs> with a uniting theme. I told people before about how fun the video games one was. Mm-hmm. They put out Archie WrestleManiacs. What? WrestleManiacs. Now, uh, it was really interesting to read it just because I, I thought they really have done every topic. This is uh, well, yeah, they have the, they they do that they have multiple wrestling storylines. Oh yeah, well, most Archie books are like two stories in one issue every month, and they do like five comics a month, so they've kind of had to cover everything. But um, yeah, the WrestleManiacs book covers stories like from. This one is harder to pin down than, like, when when reading the video game one, it's very clear of, like, oh, Super Mario Brothers is a brand new thing. You had commented that, like, we we used to bitch about that, that, like, no controllers were accurately represented, except for Archie, which is, like, you could spot on, that's a PlayStation, that's a Super Nintendo... They, the they, they researched it a lot more. But, I think uh, they researched it because they knew nothing about it. And like, is that what it looks like? Because I'm drawing that. Yeah, but last, but meanwhile with the Archie's WrestleManiacs, like, it's way harder to pin down because they just have ones that are like, they're, they're written by people who have, don't watch current, like, pro wrestling at all. Like, they, they, like, their idea of wrestling is the same... In like the '70s one, as it is in the '90s one, like they're all mm-hmm. just carny types. None of them, even in the ones that like came out in the Attitude Era, it's just like, nah, this, this still looks like '70s wrestling. And the the only there was one funny lots one. Lots of singlets. Yeah, lots of singlets. Like, let me show you. Like, this is Archie's outfit. Is like it's a it's oh, a boy. woman's one piece. Yes. Like he's wearing, and then he yeah, does he looks this like weird year old girl at the beach. He does this weird thing where he like does a dance that confuses him. Which leads to that funny <laughs> panel, which I tweeted out, which is like now for the old helicopter, which really is like he spin, he does like a spinneroony, and it ends up kicking the guy. But in the one panel, he's just lifting up his leg like he's presenting his penis, like, "Well, here's my here's my crotch, like, check it out." So it's not as fun as the video game one, WrestleManiacs, just because I wish they had more specific things in there. Like, I wish they had somebody just called like. Balk Bogan mm-hmm. or Stang or whatever, like or yes. or Rock Hard Steve Justin. I mean, I hope Moose is featured prominently in that. He's in multiple of he's them. He's got to be in it. There's also he's a, got couple, a great wrestling name already. There's a couple Moose. cheats in. There's a couple cheating ones in there too, where it's like, no, this is a comic. This comics is a. This comic is about high school wrestling. They never go to pro wrestling. Like, <laughs> not the same. And the, that was another one that had like. Another very gay shot of just like <laughs> Archie on top of another guy on top of Archie, and then just like grunt. <laughs> like it was people. People didn't get homosexual subtext until like the eighties. It was just not something people got. Uh, but yeah, so I I wouldn't suggest WrestleManiacs over over the video game one. But if you if you if mm. you liked that one, eh, you know maybe check it out. Um, but yeah, so that was it uh, for news. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a couple quickies here. So, have you seen what the post Secret Wars Avengers is going to look like? They've no, started they to show s- up the roster. I, I saw that they. Well, I saw a post that they outlined which comics are being canceled. A lot of comics are getting canceled, and it's, also it that really scary. Well, and also that. Mm-hmm. Well, but most are just coming back as new number ones. Yeah. Also that 
I'm very excited because, as Brad and I have talked about on the show mm-hmm. before, I've not been the biggest fan of John Hickman's work. Mm-hmm. And so he is leaving Avengers. Like, after he's writing Secret Wars, mm-hmm. Secret Wars is the finale of the thing he started in mm-hmm. his Avengers book. So he's finally just like, all right, done. Like, this is the end of it. And I'm done. And so the person who's taking over, they, they haven't revealed the creative team for all new Avengers. Or all new, all different Avengers is the name of it. But Wait, it's kinda, is it really? Yeah, that's uh, all new, all different. Well, at least that's the name on the cover. It's the free comic book day. Mm. Book. So the cover's coming out for oh, free shit. comic when book day. When is that? Day. May. May. So the cover's coming out for free comic book day, which will be about all new, all different Avengers. Ooh. And the lineup is interesting. So uh, they've only showed four off at the time of this recording. Perhaps they've shown the rest of the. It, so it's a silhouetted group. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just I I don't know I always get excited about seeing the new lineup of Avengers or the Justice League like more so Avengers but you know um, but okay so so far it is Miss Marvel hmm. uh, Kamala Khan mm-hmm. and uh, current Thor and L- Lady Thor L- it's that's her it's just Thor that's her name like. You don't need to gender the character. You need a fucking dick. I wanted a distinction. I don't. Yeah, I said current Thor. The no, current right. Thor. I'm not reading current Thor. All right, the woman mm. who is Thor, uh, and then also um, Nova, which really excites Weird. me. I love seeing Nova. Like Nova's getting up into the Avengers now, which. Mm-hmm. Kind of tells me maybe they're thinking about a Nova movie after all, or so? at, or putting Nova in the films. God damn it, Nathan Fillion needs to be part of the Marvel universe. And then lastly, mm. Vision. So Ooh. shows you where he's going to be at after the movie. There, I think they're thinking Vision's going to be a hot hot ticket item. Eh, I wouldn't put uh, Rocket Raccoon money on him, but uh, I do so, love the Vision. So I don't know who the rest of the team will be. There definitely is space in the middle for a guy with wings and. <laughs> The Avengers is not the Avengers oh, it, without we're, Captain we're like, America. Uh, the unannounced characters are silhouetted. Yeah, they're silhouetted. So. Oh, fuck, Marvel, Marvel characters are so... You, like, some of these characters are decently designed enough to where mm-hmm. the silhouette gives them away. Have you and, not looked closely at it? I'm sure you could even guess. Yeah, I didn't want to look that closely All at right. this, but I And I do wonder if Spider-Man will be on the team this time. I was getting a little tired of Spider-Man the Avenger, mm-hmm. and yet he's also going to be in the movies now. So you think they'd keep him on the Avengers. Uh, and speaking of the movies, hmm. there's a lot of movie news this week. Uh, that's that the Russo brothers are officially the directors of the next Avengers films. And, and, and I, I did learn for the first time what they look like. Not what I expected. Mm-hmm. What, uh, they, they just looked older. They look. They direct. They direct Community, which which I did read this weekend. Um, <laughs> what I read? Yeah. Does that count? I read images on a screen. What the oh. fuck? Oh. Of community, mm, sure, new community. Um, but yeah, the Russo's. Nobody's fourth Ghostbuster. So, <laughs> oh God, Keith David. Oh, he's yeah, so good. I am so. Why wasn't he starring in anything before this? Why wasn't he a sitcom guy? He was he was? Well, somebody had reminded me. There's something about Mary. Is a pretty great movie, and mm-hmm. he's pretty great in it. Uh, is it the mm-hmm. Frank of the Beans? Frank of the Beans. Um, but yeah, the Russos are still. They're doing mm-hmm. Civil War right now, and they're already doing Avengers three. Both mm-hmm. of them. Because Joss is done, like Whedon's done after two, like it'll. It's weird. I, I, I worry. Fully punch out. I worry. Well, it's it's probably been a really long five years for him. <laughs> like he's he, you know, you read all those stories about mm-hmm. like Joss Whedon came in to fix this. Like yeah, Joss Whedon not only worked on both Avengers films, but he was like consulting on Thor all the other Cap. movies and was doing Shield at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like so. He's been a busy boy. Yes, and me and and like he said, in yes, it be sad he to be wants a, to make his own universe. It'll, it's sad to see him go, but I also, when I looked at uh, the, that again, I think Winter Soldier is the best Marvel film. Period. Yeah, I might enjoy Guardians and Avengers more, but like structurally, that movie is fucking mm-hmm. fantastic. And and like if you, ha- Joss Whedon's voice is distinct, but the whole universe can't be Joss Whedon's voice. Mm-hmm. And if I had to let someone else give their voice to it the Russo brothers I would yeah. really like because those are going to be serious fucking movies well and what I loved what I loved the most about their touch on Cap was that mm-hmm. they made they like Cap was kind of the background guy in Avengers yeah. like he he got to order them around some but mm-hmm. like he didn't get to do much while meanwhile that in, 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 in Winter Soldier seemed to be they just wanted to make a list of like let's make Captain America cool do this mm-hmm. do this do this like you gotta do all this stuff Oh, that was something. Okay, so you did an episode of the. This is a sidetrack, but please on this week's episode of Laser Time, you did action. Uh, you did live action cartoon hybrids. 
You talked about the Mission Impossible films. Mm-hmm. I love Mission Impossible Four. Yes, the Brad Bird one is the best. No, a couple, and it is. A couple of people have called me an asshole on that, but like, it is who, a living cartoon. Like that's what it is. Like it is the most. Four is so good, and uh-huh. I've never loved another one of their movies. Apparently, a couple of people are saying I'm completely wrong in that. The Mission Impossible movies are great. I've never met a person who said that they love those f- those films. Yeah, I met a lot of people like. It's crazy how good Ghost Protocol is. Go see it. It's funny. I think it's funny that for four, like, Mm -hmm. for four films, Tom Cruise is the constant and everything else changes. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, yeah, the Brad Bird, like, it's a car, it's a cartoon where everything goes wrong. Like, yeah, it's really good. After the first scene, it becomes a comedy of just like Mm -hmm. everything breaks. None of, they have all this fancy stuff. Nothing works. It's really funny. And like, every, everything breaks. It's so like, it was like this almost a parody of all the of all the other spy films of like Bourne Identity where it's like mm-hmm. well this plan will only work for Jason Bourne if everything works perfectly. <laughs> oh it did. Great, great. Uh-huh. And then that's how the opening scene goes too of just like oh yeah, you hacked into the prison, unlock all the doors. Yep, I'm free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the rest of the film it's like no, nah, this broke. Um oh shit, this broke too. Oh, I dropped this guy out of a window. <laughs> Sorry, I keep trying to pull up. You did remind me of a clip from the new TV spot. Uh, and they say what? that they've apparently cast already Captain Marvel. And mm. that she will be in the Avengers 2. Like, she'll oh, be in Ultron. I did see some hints that they're like characters plural to be revealed mm-hmm. in Age of Ultron. I would hope that now that, they've, that they have... I, I, I kind of wish they'd cool it. When they've cast... But they already have cast Black Panther and Stephen Strange. No, it's... I kind of feel like they both got to show up. That is a vast amount of shit to take in in one single film <laughs> for fuck's sake like yeah. how many characters are they up to now there are three new ones yeah a bunch of a bunch of villains like a couple villains that I keep forgetting about mm-hmm. um uh, oh also oh, I'd love to okay. you were mentioning shit what were you saying about Captain America uh, something about it, something, him being marginalized oh he was marginalized Avengers and then got to be super cool and the, the new TV spot for Age of Ultron I love how it opens I'll set up boss actually he's the boss I just pay for everything and design everything. Make everyone look cooler. You pointed at Captain <laughs> America. I'm like, yeah, why is he the boss? Because and he's a natural leader. He's but a that, natural leader, we're told. Clearly, they're mm-hmm. setting up that, like, I think Avengers 2 is also going to be the setup of mm-hmm. the Steve and Tony problems that will go into Civil War as well. Like, I, 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 been, I think a couple of you had said not to spoil the clip I saw that leaked from... Age of oh yeah, Ultron. we saw that a while ago. But yeah, yeah, cap ripping up. Somebody rips apart a tree trunk <laughs> in an awesome uh, scene. What a buff! What a buff! Because I, I also apologized last week for spoiling the Ninja Turtles news. Um, yeah. Not only did I think everybody in the universe would spoil that for you, they didn't. But what I did predict is that they would try to, and it was like one of the Ninja Turtles dies. Spoilers below. But the header image is a picture of the dead turtle in question. <laughs> so, like, it was going to be spoiled for you eventually. Well, that rumors say he might not even be dead. Of course he's not dead. You can't kill off a major turtle. Uh, his death is sad. It's a sad... Well, it anyway. is. It really is. Uh, also, there was a... I read a funny interview with Jennifer Lawrence this mm-hmm. week where she's just like, yeah, I'm done. Like, she's mm-hmm. like, after, after Age of Apocalypse, yeah. I'm out of here. Like, that she clearly... She signed a multi-picture deal before she became the biggest thing in the world with Hunger Games, mm-hmm. and now she's like trapped. But she, I, I think she is in the. She is not like Hugh Jackman, where she's like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, if if Hugh Jackman had to wear total like, well, it's it's a really tough. Yeah, costume who she would has want to wear. to wear all that blue shit? Yeah, and also just like, oh, I have to walk around basically naked yeah. a lot. Basically naked after six hours in makeup every day. Yep. What, and, a, what a horrible working experience! If I yeah. said that that's what you had to do to go be an accountant, and then like poor, yeah, <laughs> and then poor, like it. This is I. It's not a double standard because I do think like Hugh Jackman definitely gets judged for it. Like Hugh Jackman has to be in insane shape to be He's Wolverine. He's more all the ripped time. Uh, now as Wolverine <laughs> than he was in the first movie. But it's the same, and it's the same problem for uh, the Mystique character mm-hmm. too. Like she, her body is everything. Like mm-hmm. she has. To, that's kind of why I felt they cast they originally cast mystique with a famous supermodel mm-hmm. because like her body is her outfit you can't hide one of the most beautiful people of all time yeah rebecca Romain. i think she's still probably pretty hot she is. i haven't seen a picture of her in a while. 
Uh, well, thanks for thanks for uh, reminding me to look it up. Probably could use that uh, once she's, a day. Well, she's married to Jerry O'Connell, right? Yes, the fat kid from Stand By Me. He's pretty handsome, too. He's a good-looking guy. Uh, all right. And then there's a pizza dog toy just came what? out. Which, yep. What? It, it's, well, it's really it's a hawk guy toy with pizza, guy, with pizza dog. That's but, awesome. Yeah, I kind of want to get it. Fuck, I have too I'm many just toys. Just looking at Comixology here, and I see the new Invincible 118 is out, and he's carrying a fucking baby on his shirt. And yeah. So behind. I'm really behind. God it's a free it. issue, apparently. Is it? Re- yeah. Oh, it is free. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then last bit of news we're going to get into after the break because it involves the first picture hmm. of a character in an upcoming DC film. Ooh. And also that's our com- uh, superhero spotlight of the week as well. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. everybody thanks again for listening to cake crisis you're gonna be on this one okay sure hey now hey it's the break right Mm -hmm. yeah and this is um this is where i tell you guys thanks so much for listening to the show i i always appreciate all you listeners i also appreciate reviews on itunes and five stars and written up things saying how much you like the show i also love seeing comments on the episode hey you know if you have an extra question you want to ask us maybe put it in the comments maybe we'll read it on the next episode too also if you want to help out the laser time network again you know we've we've uh we've talked it up so much but just again man those commentaries look them up the irl cartoons commentary pack buy one to one dollar to 4.99 will get you uh, commentary, original commentary that we recorded for Roger Rabbit and Space Jam, two classic films. And then if you uh, do $5 or more, you will get Cool World as well, a commentary for Cool World. And $10 or more, you will get a physical prize, which uh, we'll have more details on soon. But so all that, check it out. Also, if you want to help out Laser Time, you can buy things off Amazon. There's a bunch of links to Amazon on the front page. Buy what we're suggesting or buy anything else through there. And a little bit of money comes our way. No extra charge to you. Another thing you can buy? The Hank's Corner Pick of the Week. So this is uh, one. This is slightly newsy, too. There uh, there was an, a new feature film production that's beginning. It, who knows if it'll actually come out. But it was this uh, one-off original graphic novel called I Kill Giants, which I really enjoy. It was written by Joe Casey with art by uh, Emma Rios. And it was just this story of a, of a girl, like, of, of this, like, 12-year-old girl growing up in a, in, she's in a, in a, in a tough, tough family situation and she's escaping into fantasy. But it, and it, it, it you know, look, it sounds different than it is. It's actually, like, a really, like, caustic, funny, dark book that also has a lot of feels to it, too. And the, the main character, I love her so much. She's, she's so awesome, as is, uh, as is her friend. And, hey, if you like Thors, there's reference to Thor in there, too, if you like that. Um, but check out I Kill Giants. There's a link to it on this week's episode page. So buy it on Amazon from that link. And a little bit of money comes our way. All right, so with all that, without further ado, back to the rest of the show. more powers henry no i've read i've read nice things about it just god that first five minutes is just so well bad. the whole show is is like super intense and not really like anything you've seen before mm-hmm. and again that's easy to make fun of but it's not like anything you've seen before well it's just so heavy like well, it's like or so serious well it's it's so non-adapted i would say well it, it also it, it looks like it was written on a 
Marvel Max page and well, verbatim brought Well, it also really wants to it really wants you to think like, oh yeah, this is like the Shield, or this is like this is a Breaking Bad type show. Like, mm. I, don't, I don't know. I would love to see more of it. I, I, I hate that like I can't it. watch it anywhere but on my PlayStation Four. Like, can't watch it in my fucking room. <laughs> well, that's mm. I. I want to say this again. I've been saying this recently. Like. Mm. I, I've seen I've seen people say this about like oh I'm I have to I can't afford this pro wrestling mm-hmm. event so I, I gotta stream it or I gotta steal it and I was like no like just don't have it like you mm-hmm. you don't have to have this wrestling thing the second it happens if it means you have to steal like you have a choice it's not like well I can't afford it so I'll steal like no like that's like when we I, were kids if mm-hmm. you didn't if you couldn't. You didn't have the money for it. You didn't get it. Like, you well, I like, would steal it. So I, I've once always, you finally could steal it, I've yes. constantly been clear on that. Pirate whatever you want. I don't agree. until you don't have to. But understand the consequences of that and support the things that you do love, like laser time, right? Well, yeah. yeah, but I mean that's that's another example of that because we're already giving it away for free. Mm-hmm. It's 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 how we ask for money afterwards. Yeah, but um, so like. And uh, where was I even going with that? Oh yeah, just no, but the, I, like, steal steal everything. Become an expert. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with it. But you can't be an expert. If you no- cannot be the kind of expert that we are unless you're a rich, spoiled kid. If nobody pays for anything, then everything's worthless. of course. Like, but that's why you do pay for some things. All right. I've always said if I if I had to if I had given money to watch analyze that I would not have stopped kicking Warner Brothers executives <laughs> to this day. Yeah. I would have been so fucking angry over that twelve dollars. Oh, I brought this up because Powers was like, so "Well, yeah, it. you got to watch it on your PlayStation." Mm-hmm. That's right, because Sony paid for it, so you'd have like, so you'd have to come well, to then, them. In that respect, like, I'm not going to torrent no. something I have access to. Yeah, but I, I'm um, just saying, like, like, but in that's another exclusive. way, I already paid for it. It's same with I saw people saying like they want Bloodborne on PC like Sony paid for it to be exclusive like people want to bayonet on the off on other things mm-hmm. in the Wii U like Nintendo got it they paid the money for it to be exclusive so you'd have to buy their system that's mm-hmm. how the business of exclusive games work like yes it would be what cool if it what was on the system you had but this is this this is the this is the way it works, guys. If I were a smart person, and I'm not, I would create a business based off of playing console games via the cloud. I feel like you'd probably get shut down by somebody. I it has to be one billion percent legal to allow mm. someone access to a remote system. I don't know. I bet there's some legalese in the. I'm sure, there is. But the, it's, it's but it's one of those ways that like I just thought of that. In 10 years, that'll be inevitable. Mm. That'll be how things work. You know, Chris, that mm. sounds like a supervillain plan worthy of one <laughs> Lex Luthor. <laughs> so did you see one mm. Jesse Eisenberg and his shorn I head? I forgot that he was Lex Luthor. Yeah, it, uh, mm. it's been a while since he got cast. But mm. yeah, um, The Zack Snyder released an image, of mm-hmm. first image of Lex Luthor, who basically looks like jesse eisenberg with a shaved head like even costume wise like just it's it looks like he's wearing his mark zuckerberg suit it does seem a little small for luther i mean i think they cast him to be like what if oh man what's what's your idea for lex luther what if he was mark zuckerberg <laughs> let's get that guy like and that, you know honestly like i'm not saying that's a bad thing but you don't get to five million friends without killing <laughs> everyone it's not it's not a it's not too many steps to be like Oh yeah, Mark Zuckerberg's a supervillain. Like, not it's not too far of a, a stretch. <laughs> so I think it could work. Like, but yeah, they also like, what's Jesse Eisenberg going to do other than just like whine petulantly at Superman? Like, that's what <laughs> that's what he does. Like, so yeah, but it it made me want to do the superhero spotlight on the most famous supervillain who isn't the Joker. Ooh. Lex Luthor. Collect your hero. Now say it. Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. also known as Alexi Luthor. Is it Alexi? Uh, that's according to the... Uh, I never knew that either. I'd well, seen Alex. Well, he's... Yeah, some people call him Alex. He's also Alexander Luke mm-hmm. Luthor in other universes. Mm-hmm. On Earth 2, that's where he was. Uh, well, sorry, Earth 3. The, this is going to get really complicated. Mm-hmm. So, Lex Luthor, short version was he... Um, he was a just the super scientist, super villain, run of the mill kind of like 
back then, pulp superheroes fought scientists all the time. That's mm-hmm. that's what everybody did. And and uh, when Lex first appeared in mm-hmm. Action Comics number twenty three, as you'll see in that panel. He has red hair. Like, he yeah. originally had hair. I think in most traditional stories, they show him with red hair as a, as no, a kid. Well, he always... When he has hair, it's yeah. red. But When he's on he Smallville, he's alopecia. I remember that actor the, uh, talked about how he hated that show because it just had to shave. it, had to constantly shave oh, its head sucks. all the time for seven years. I hate shaving my beard. I can't imagine him doing my whole head. Uh, well, I mean, he's... I mean, wardrobe, probably. It's still, it still has to suck. It's just one of those things you have to sit through. Yeah. Oops, we nicked your skull. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so he had hair. Mm-hmm. But like he, his standard look was hair. But then uh, they kind of stole the Dr. Savannah. Oh, so he just the, had red hair yeah, as Lex Luthor. His, yeah, Lex normally mm-hmm. had red hair. But then they looked to Shazam was getting more popular. Mm-hmm. And his one of his arch films was the super scientist named Dr. Savannah. Mm-hmm. A bald dude. And so... Lo and behold, Action Comics, they add, they make him a bald super scientist. Mm. And that kind of stuck. And he just became the guy who was trying to make up new and different plans to trap Superman. And say, like, curses foiled again. And he had, like, an endless supply. <laughs> he had an endless supply of kryptonites. Like, he was just a goofball. Like, that was... That was his thing. He and there wasn't a ton of depth to him in the Golden Age. Mm-hmm. Like he was definitely he, he was definitely Superman's top of villain. And was like, he established as growing up in Smallville? Well, that no, point? that happens in the Silver Age. Mm. So yeah, Super like <laughs> this gets into the whole problem with the entire Superboy situation, which is hmm. when they created Superman. Yeah, the story was. Superman, who is this crazy guy who comes to Metropolis? It's, it's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they decide they'll just do a one-off story of Superboy. What was Superman like when he was a man, when he was a when he was a teen? And then it gets so popular that they do like hundreds of Superboy adventures to the point where it's like, who was shocked when Superman showed up? There was this guy named <laughs> Superboy doing everything for it for like five years straight in Smallville, and also. Why is he only helping Smallville all the time? <laughs> the place where you, Clark Kent, are from. There's like ten people here. It's got to be yeah. one of you. Ma Kent, is it you? Are you Superman? <laughs> and so, and so that was also one of the things where, well, Lex Luthor can't just be a guy who starts to hate Superman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has to have grown up in Smallville too. Mm. So yeah, the Lex. Grew, went to high school in Smallville with and that, Superman. That is definitely a Silver Age thing. This is Silver Age. Okay. It was a Silver Age uh, creation, I believe, is Adventure Comics two twenty something or other. Mm-hmm. And he grew up in Kansas with his sister, with his parents, and he hated his father, mm-hmm. and uh, he did not want to be a farmer's son. And he had a sister, Lena Luther. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he was. Uh, how was he doing? It? Oh yeah, he was. Let's see. He was the Kryptonian's biggest fan. And then one day he decided he was going to make an antidote to kryptonite to save Superboy. He's like, oh, Superboy, I'll, I'll make this antidote to kryptonite and you'll be what? safe forever. Then Superboy tries to save him. There's an accident and it gets and it destroys his hair and his hair's gone. And he's like, now for well, actually, I'll just read the I'll just read the whole thing. Don't lie to me. You are jealous of my genius. So you deliberately broke those bottles and destroyed my formula, which was the result of thousands of experiments. You knew I could never duplicate this formula again. So he could never make it. That's a lot again. of projection. Man. And Less. so he then blames Superman. And then that's how he becomes his arch nemesis. From mm-hmm. then on, he blames Superboy, follows Superboy into Metropolis and fights him. And this is where we see the classic uh, Lex outfit of his power armor, his green power armor. <laughs> I love armor, that armor so much. His green and purple outfit. Ugh. And he's still like the rogue evil scientist it doing evil stuff. It is the armor that launched a thousand eighties action figures. It is the Centurion-esque, G.I. Joe-ish, Transformer-y, all those things. Love you, Lex, and your armor. Uh, all right. And so that takes us to the post-crisis era where... Lex took a real change. Like mm-hmm. Lex went through a lot of changes, but his big one was as, as reconceived by John Byrne in the Man of Steel era. Mm-hmm. Lex isn't a super scientist anymore. No. He is a super rich businessman. Yes. He's Donald Trump. That's the one I'm used to. And he controls Metropolis. Like he's just a rich dude. But he's still a, a science 
tactician. He knows how to. He knows <laughs> he got rich off his science. Yes, okay. But he's now a businessman. But he's still a genius. He's still a genius who still makes things to mm-hmm. destroy Superman. But he's on the right side of the law. Superman can That's never right. connect Luther to these things, mm-hmm. and it's so uh, this interesting like. Cat and mouse game of trying to prove Luther is, think it'd be, is evil. Here's how Superman could prove it. Mm. I heard and saw him do it. <laughs> I'm sure. Every time. I'm sure they wrote around that. every time. I'm sure they <laughs> found a, found a secret reason to do that. But so then, you don't have any proof, Superman. Superman told you. That means it's proof. <laughs> I would mm. bet Lex Luthor's lawyers would show up and say that's merely hearsay. You're going to believe this alien and what's even his secret identity? See, case yeah, so. dismissed. Uh, and there's this classic, one of my favorite John Byrne comics ever mm. was uh, the one where they use a computer to. Mm. Very logically prove Clark Kent is Superman. Here, this thing crashed here. This guy, then the really? the, the Mon Pa Kent had him. Mm-hmm. He obviously looks a lot like him. He shows up at the same time Superman does. Really? He's Clark Kent. And then Lex was like, ah, that is what a computer would tell you. But I know better. Oh, Jesus. No one who's that powerful would ever pretend to be a person. Throw it away and destroy all the evidence. This is <laughs> this is garbage. I want this to be as convenient as possible. It was it was a fun, it was a funny moment of just Luther being too smart for his own good. Like I I, I kind of like that. Well, idea. I mean he he operates on hubris yeah. for the most part. I mean that's 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 what I remember in the modern like secret origin-y, like constant retelling of, mm. of that origin story is that he was also someone who grew up competitive with Superman. Yeah. At, and when he keeps losing, it, and Kent. also he gradually loses his hair. And he's mm-hmm. also competing with uh, with Clark for Lois's affections. And, like, he's... Um, so then it even takes a crazier turn, mm-hmm. which is he gets his kryptonite ring and he's threatening Superman with it, and Superman can't even approach him because mm-hmm. his kryptonite ring scares him away. But that gives him cancer. Like, it, it was another one of yeah. those, like, oh, yeah, in real life, if you were to wear a radioactive rock on your hand all the time, <laughs> you'd get cancer. And so he gets cancer, but then he kills himself. In a, in a, he fakes his death. They harvest his brain, and they put it in a clone body. And his clone body then pretend the clone of Luther with his old brain, pretends to be his son. And his what? son has, like, a giant lion's mane of red hair. It's all red hair. And so everybody thinks this is the good son trying to make up for Luther's misdeeds. And so, and then in his mind, he's like, oh, I can't believe I have to be nice to Superman. <laughs> but I must continue this that, charade. That is a long con. It was. <laughs> and then he eventually, and then he got, like, clone problems. And then his body started to degenerate. And then they all <laughs> realized he was a clone. And... And then it got really weird, and then and then how do you how does he come back from that? I said a deal with the devil. Would, uh, <laughs> you think that's silly? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, he uh, he makes a deal with their uh, DC's equivalent of Mephisto. Damn it, I was going to hit my Spider-Man buttons, but they're all gone. All I have he, is comedy uh, buttons. <laughs> Plug he made he made button. a deal with Neron, who uh, <laughs> was it. It was a very complex deal, but it was basically ended up with like, oh yeah, you get your youth back, but and you must he, dance with me in a pale moonlight. But so he got his youth back, but he is completely bald, <laughs> and then from that point on, he's not a he. He finds a way to reestablish himself as a legitimate businessman. He buys the Daily Planet. He, he then runs. Man. He runs for president, mm-hmm. becomes president. And then throws it all away to try to kill Superman and Batman, <laughs> fails, and then he is a criminal on the run. And that pretty much takes you up to the newest, the new 52 status quo, which is Lex is just kind of around, and he is like, a leg- like he gets first introduced as basically a consultant for the army, where the army's like, hey, you're a super smart scientist, tell us how to beat Superman. Eh, I think I can think of it. Like, he's, he's not fully super evil like he's not i and to be honest now i'm not totally sure where oh no i know where lex is Hmm. right now lex became uh with the series forever evil yeah he became he became jeff john's special project like Hmm. he was like he was gonna make lex personable and relatable and be a tweener villain who's like he's the current leader of the justice league Mm -hmm. he figured out batman's secret identity and now him and like now it's a battle of wits between him and Batman on Justice League, and it's also like, oh, is Lex super evil now or not? Is he like, 
Has he learned some humanity? It's mm. weird. And Jeff Johns, well, let me point you guys to one of my favorite Lex Luthor stories, which mm. was um, Lex always has this. One of the things people always do when they write Lex is they have him do these brags about. Um, he says like, "If it wasn't for Superman, I'd have saved the world. I'm just I'm so smart, but mm. I'm distracted by Superman. I could have cured cancer ten years ago." He says all this stuff, mm-hmm. and. And in uh, All-Star Superman, Superman totally has a comeback today. He's like, it, but kind of a Mark Zuckerbergian takedown of just like, if you would have cured cancer, you would have cured cancer. Like, don't blame me on this shit. Mm. Uh, that, that is my favorite exchange between Superman and Luther. I forget, mm-hmm. it, is it him walking out slash escaping prison while talking to Superman and yeah. walking with him? It's mm-hmm. one of the best exchanges between those two but, I've ever read. So there was another great one where Luther... Um, hmm. It was in the return of Superboy right before the new 52, where, mm-hmm. where the clone Superboy moved back to, Metrop- uh, to Smallville. Mm-hmm. And he's hanging out with uh, Luther's niece. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know it's Luther's, Luther's niece until later. And it turns out that like Luther has to go back home to steal some important thing. And then Superboy finds him. And Superboy says to him, like, uh, they, they find out that his sister Lena mm-hmm. has... Like a degenerative disease, she's in a wheelchair. She's she barely has her mental capabilities, mm-hmm. and then Luther says like, or uh, Superboy challenges Luther. He's like, you know, you say you could save anybody, you can't even save your own sister. I don't think you're smart enough for it. Mm-hmm. And then Luther's like, oh yeah. yeah, and so then he sends Superboy on this wild goose chase to get all this stuff. He makes a super potion. He saves his. He gives it to his sister. His sister gets out of the wheelchair. She's she's perfect again. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, "That's oh, Lena. It's so great to see you again." Five, four, three, two. And then she just falls back down in the thing. He's like, "Yeah, it wasn't a permanent solution." Like, tell Superman I'll fix it if he kills himself. Like, <laughs> I'll make that permanent. And then Superman's like, "Man, fuck you!" No. Like, uh, it was. We're done, a, Lex. It was. It was a really cool scene for Lex. I, I enjoyed that one. So. Anyway, that is the superhero spot. Collect your hero. Quick question. Let's speculate a little bit. How do you think the new Man of Steel movie will deal with Mm -hmm. Lex? I think it's going to have to be more realistic. Like, I think he does have to be. I, I really do think he's going to be an internet startup billionaire, like yeah. that. Who, and that's maybe his cover for stuff. Well, maybe he's like, I don't wa- trying to watch Superman all the time. I can easily see them pretending this didn't happen. But like, mm-hmm. there is that one shot in Man of Steel of a big Mack truck with Luther yeah. Industries on the side. So the the, the universe is established that he's already. Yeah, uh, a billionaire, and he could just be mad that Superman's getting in the way. I mean, it's real simple. Like Superman just no, gets in just, the way of his business, and then he try, decides he wants to. Get I don't know. I don't think that falls in line from what I've seen of Snyder in that that universe. Like it, yeah. it, it, it's it, it. Sadly, it can't be that comic booky, or at least it hasn't been thus far. Not to this point. No. Um, I don't know. I'm sort of curious when you when you say like he's going to have to be like Zuckerberg. I can sort. of... Well, he might have to be a sociopath who's not really noticing what he's destroying in the name of building this thing. Uh, but what is that thing? I don't know. I'm really curious to see how the movie yeah, tackles it. I, and, and just thinking about it makes me excited about the film. Yeah, I I know I've been down on it before. I want to give it a shot. I'm interested to see what, like, I think Zack Snyder will do a better job his second time around. Mm-hmm. And now that, like, he's I'm got big plans, too. I want to see what they can do, too, that when they've got all these plans mm-hmm. now, like... Man of Steel was like a one-off with the thought of, eh, we might do a sequel. Mm-hmm. But now that the next film is like, this is part one of 20 that we have planned, sure. I think they're going to plan some stuff better this time. And definitely, when, I'm also looking forward to Batfleck. Have you re- revisited the movie since you watched it in the autumn? Yeah, I watched it on a not. plane. It was not, not good. Still not I good. have not. I'm curious to revisit it. People Maybe don't want to hear tonight. me complain about this. What they want to hear What's that? is me talk about the community uh, and their answers to the question of the week. Gotta get a community button. This is not going to work. So last week's question of the week was, um, is there a comic you remember loving as a kid that you're now embarrassed by? Mm. Uh, All right, so John said, my most embarrassing comic from the past was a four-issue miniseries starring NHL superstar Brett Hull. (laughs) (laughs) I am pretty sure up in space, I'm pretty sure he ended up playing space hockey against aliens with the fate of the earth on the line. I think it was exclusively sold in St. Louis area McDonald's. (laughs) 
But it had a holographic uh. sticker on the cover, which was the ultimate seal of quality for me in the early 90s. <laughs> uh, Super Giraffe says, um, I can tell you how, how I had such horrible taste. I was in middle school and hadn't uh, discovered actual porn yet. And so he was <laughs> reading a, a manga called Deer S. Or Deers. Mm. I, for, I always forget what you say. Um, Banco's, Banco's stepson mm-hmm. says, uh, back in the day I read Dark Knight Strikes Again by good old Frank Miller and liked it. So far, that's been my only major regret for my first dive into comic books, other than all the other 14-year-old boys around me that pointed out every set of titties from whenever a naked woman showed up in Sandman, Watchmen, or every other Vertigo title. Uh, John Wihizel says, well, I thought this really was the final chapter. This was really the final chapter as a kid, and it is Amazing Spider-Man's final chapter from 1996 of like it's all over like which it wasn't he had a new number one the next month uh cooper said when i was a teen i thought the end of clone saga and onslaught were the most dramatic and exciting stories ever told yeah (laughs) and i truly Uh, believe nothing would ever be the same again i shouldn't read this because you posted in the comments of the episode and video game apocalypse has set a bad precedent for that but uh but uh tom fulligan says i hope somebody noticed this my feminist sensibilities want to say i'm embarrassed uh, of having once loved Ayori Ayoshi. Oh yeah, Ayori a Ayori. relentlessly sexist manga. But I was uh, wasn't so much of a kid then. Mm-hmm. My answer, therefore, has to be Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I think anyone who uh, ever wore trip band pants or lip service, if that's your thing, who that red Johnny uh, really got off on the wish fulfillment nature of it. The guy, if memory serves, is crazy and able to kill anyone he pleases without repercussion. Mm-hmm. We then find out that something nuts is living in his basement. At one point, he dies and goes to heaven, finds out he can do anything, and starts using head explodery to blow up other angels' heads. And for a 15-year-old, it's a great deal of fun. But yeah. looking back on it as an adult, it's hard to defend uh, as any kind of valuable or high art. Don't get me wrong, if I have a teenage son with too much intellect and too few social graces, I'll probably slip him a copy and say, uh, you know, I used to love this when I was your age. Uh, but then I think it's it's about the only time in anyone's life that uh, JTHM matters. For for years, Vasquez said he would uh, get around to doing a sequel, but I think he wrote himself into a corner or otherwise wrote a subject matter um, that at some point at some point stopped resonating with him. And so, on top of being fairly uh, shallow, it's also an incomplete and never uh, to be completed story about a guy who kills people for fun. It's just something I I, I never draw attention. To when people uh, are glossing over my bookshelf, I'm happier to see him. I'm happy to see him return back to Invader Zim. Than the, oh yeah, the, that's coming the, back yeah. in comic form. Um, About I, time. That's that's why I wanted I wanted to make sure to remember that. And also, I but one thing you did not mention, Tom Fulligans, is that the comic is relentlessly funny. Mm. It is funny, Johnny. It has yes, Johnny. Yeah. It has a redeeming element. Like it's mm-hmm. it's drawn in a funny way constantly. Now, Squashy, now stretchy. It's it's funny that uh, also that it was a comic book back then. Like now it would just be an it would be an it would be a web comic. Like it wouldn't be he wouldn't publish a comic. Like now anybody can draw that on the internet when they're at the age Vasquez was. Uh, Zap Rousdower. Zap Rousdower. Uh, when I was a greasy teen, I thought Venom was the best character ever. I mean, look at the guy. I bought all his miniseries, uh, and I thought they were the greatest thing ever. I read The Madness again uh, the other month, and it has not aged well. Bad writing, ugly art. I don't know about ugly art. And it was so 90s, I'll make your head spin. Uh, look at the cover. It says, Ultra Cool First Issue. <laughs> Jesus wept. Uh, Raccoon Hale says the Fox Kids Spider-Man cartoon. Oh, wow. It doesn't hold up. So many reused shots. Yeah. Which, yes. Uh, I did also in the comments, uh, Asher just posted way back, in, high, way back uh, in the day when Bionicle was Lego's new hot thing, Lego Magazine used to come with a separately printed and binded comic about the characters in Universe Story with an Ooh. established continuity between issues. And remember there being a new series for every line that came out, though I only stayed subscribed to the free magazine for about two or three years after they started the comic the writing was probably nothing special at all but the art was nothing to scoff at uh though it probably wouldn't hold up against anything any of us would uh buy on purpose i think uh and it was a cool counterpart to the otherwise contact uh like contextless toys uh they had proper covers and everything i think they may have actually have been officially put up by dc i'll go ahead and google that uh rad and lastly uh rad zapper says it was an issue of captain america and the new warriors which was a clearly one-off anti-drug comic. It's called Drug Lords. 
and features the this <laughs> the the team uh, fighting e, uh, such deep characters as it is DC weed crack <laughs> ice and misfix what what is this uh, drug lords oh. uh, Captain America and the new warriors versus the drug lords there's a picture of it on oh the God. in the forum page oh, for it so good uh, the drug lord ringleader at the end is some kind of space jellyfish in a metal suit. Anyway, I loved it. I loved the characters, and I was too young, oh. are you stupid, to really understand how terrible and ham-handed it was. Mm-hmm. I still have it somewhere, though. Oh, that is lovely. Drug good. lords. Drug lords. Oh, so good. All right. So thanks again for all your answers to last week's question of the week. This week's question of the week is... Talking about old Lex Luthor, who had a number of classic schemes. What's your favorite evil villain plot? Either one that worked or one that didn't work. Like, what is your favorite? Mine, mine you is seeing? vague and based on a visual memory rather than like a like true context. Uh-huh. Uh, well, if, if you haven't noticed on LaserTimePodcast.com, I've been posting pretty regularly uh, superhero wallpapers. These are things that I constantly have been making myself throughout the years. And I'm basically mm-hmm. just making available, every, like um, for something on the weekend, about 9 to 18 superhero wallpapers. I'm reading a digital comic, I screen capture it, and I optimize it to go on my iPad or iPhone. Uh, so going through those is like going through everything I've read over the last three years. And the things I keep getting attracted to, I even had to like track down, uh, what is this from? Is this gorgeous? Was during Ultimate Comics Ultimatum, which I believe... Magneto or possibly Namor was responsible for, but a couple of natural disasters going Magneto down. Magneto tilts the world and causes a mega super tidal wave. What? And I, because I, I don't think I followed Ultimatum to the end of the uh, Ultimatum comic, but I, I, I continued to read Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, and it was like it, it just so happened to also have the moment of J. Jonas Jameson realizing that Spider-Man is a good person mm-hmm. because the entirety of Manhattan is hit by a tsunami and whatever floor the Daily Planet on is actually underwater and there's this beautiful shot of Spider-Man diving in to save somebody right in front of the Daily Planet's 30th floor. Daily Bugle. Daily Bugle, the 30th floor uh, (laughs) um, uh, headquarters and it's just a beautiful splash page of Jonah looking out his window to watch Spider-Man rescue somebody underwater. Hmm. It's, I, I don't know, It's it, that's always stuck with me. I love the way that, that, sh- that shot, that I think fucking uh, Hulk dies or Bruce Banner dies. So if, so then you like Magneto's plot then? Um, I just like, no matter what the plot is, sometimes that's, that's one of those, that seems like something that's crazy and plausible, but it's also something I hadn't seen depicted a lot in modern comics. Like mm-hmm. that was just a pure fucking uh, cataclysm. Uh, I, I say is a reference to something no one will remember. My pick is, uh, you know, hey, it's a Spider-Man pick, but the pl- the the evil plan that starts su- the Superior Spider-Man story mm-hmm. is an amazing I plot line, like which is the body switch, the, yeah, or? the body swap, and mm. it's like Doc Ock leaving Peter Parker to die in mm. Doc Ock's body, mm-hmm. and like it makes it look like, oh yeah, he's dead now. Bye, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm Spider-Man now. Do, do, do. Like it was such a crazy, like it was it was such a great plot really by Doc fun. Ock, and it just goes really fun. It, it and it plays out for over a year in the comics. It's mm-hmm. so awesome, and just all the, and then seeing like that leading to Doc Ock having to making super heroic plans that are also kind of evil because he's yeah. an evil guy trying to be yeah. a good guy. Why it's, are these superheroes holding themselves back? Just kill the dude the first time he does yeah. something wrong. Why is it so hard? I'd get so much more done if I just watched everybody with cameras. <laughs> yes. I mean, why don't I have henchmen? I just <laughs> it just work better. Like, it's so... why has Spider-Man never shot anybody in the head? This is yeah. so weird. So yeah, the Superior Spider-Man plot's mine. So yeah, put your favorites uh, in the forums for this week's question of the week. There'll be a link to it on the page. Tell us what your uh, favorite. Uh, super villain plot has been and we will read our favorites in next week's episode mm. uh, so that's it I guess you know plug one more time here Chris we got those commentaries the IRL cartoon commentaries uh, you can check it out on, this, on lasertimepodcast.com it's right there in the top right you can't miss it um, get get commentaries for uh, full length commentaries for Who Framed Roger Rabbit Space Jam and Cool World uh, and help us out with paying our taxes and staying alive throughout the remainder of 2015 would really help us out if we're doing... People have been so fucking nice. Thank you so much. We also have a new episode up this week, um, which is 
what do you call it? I mean, Live action. It's the, it's the Italian episode. I, yeah, like, p- thank you for your nice messages. I feel like I let everybody down <laughs> that episode. I thought um, it was a good episode. It was just hard to get a... It was hard to put a cap on. It really was. Um, but I think it went okay. I mean, the guy, you know, they're funny guys. They'll help me. Everybody yeah, on the show. I think it is a cheat to go like, oh, it's a CG characters in it. Nah, nah. I want to see drawings on the real Well, I think... But that that's like a fucking 18 qualifier descriptor, which is what I wanted to do. <laughs> I wanted hand-drawn cartoons over live action and everybody mm-hmm. keeps in incredible mr limpet didn't mention that because those that's a live action scene followed by an animated <laughs> scene it's not the same it's not the same uh, um, boy, and, and tough line also should have a space jam article up soon we did stream space jam on lasertimepodcast.com uh and and i should have that stupid stupid inspector gadget article <laughs> surprise me by caring about it uh, and man, this week we're going to WrestleMania. We are what a mis- oh, what a boy. mistake in these fin- financially strapped times. <laughs> well, you know, I think you'll I think you'll make some fun stuff out of it, and it'll it'll at least be an experience for you to at least once see a live. Oh, yeah, we bought the, I bought that ticket what like five six months ago. It's a long time. Ago, yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And the Friday event that you're not going to that one, and so definitely keep an eye out for the cheap popcast uh, all about WrestleMania. And, uh, you know, there's VG Empire, there's VG Game Apocalypse, mm-hmm. so many great things to listen to. Uh, and so until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior.